Welcome to the Inspired Biz Podcast. I'm your host, Amber Wyrock. I'm a business owner and coach who is dedicated to my own growth mindset and helping others find theirs. This is the podcast where you will find the inspiration that will help you grow your business and reach your goals. If you're looking to scale your business while being inspired, encouraged, and empowered, this is the show for you. Let's dig right in. Hello, hello, friends, and welcome back to another episode of The Inspired Biz. I am actually coming today with a little bit of a heavy topic, I guess, and and maybe that's actually something that has been a little bit of a theme lately because I've just really witnessed so many of my peers, so many of my friends, my colleagues, people who are both in the corporate world as well as the entrepreneurial world who have been really dealing with some things. They've been carrying some heavy things. And, you know, this podcast is all about inspiration, which comes from real life. So I guess right now, It's a little bit of a heavy season. I have a feeling that some of you are dealing with some of these very same things. So today is going to be a little bit of a heavier topic, but I really am hopeful that on the other side of it, you will find yourself in a place where you are carrying some of that hope, some of that inspiration for yourself that maybe you see something in a different way because of this episode. So today I really want to dive into an abundance mindset in a season of scarcity. Now, I follow so many amazing, amazing podcasters, bloggers, different people on social media. And one of the themes that I have been seeing across the board in their content is this idea behind kind of recession-proofing your business, which I totally 100% understand that approach, that mindset, because we're all seeing it, right? I have had countless conversations over the last few weeks with people who are experiencing clients who are no longer able to continue their services with them because their income is shifting or their expenses are shifting. I have talked with people who are experiencing the need to make shifts in their own business for their expenses, their team, things like that. And it is definitely prevalent. I mean, if you're like me, I work from home. So I look at not just my bills as a wife, as a human, but I also look at things that are affecting my business and different elements like utilities, the cost of food, the cost of gas, the cost of everything. It is impacting our businesses right now. And it's easy, it's easy to think from that perspective of a scarcity mindset, that idea of, There is so little, I have to make shifts and changes in my behavior in order to protect myself or to make sure I'm grabbing as much as I can. I think about the squirrel getting ready for winter and they're like gathering all the acorns, right? They're hoarding them all because they're preparing for a season when they won't have a million acorns on the ground. And so it's not that it's an abnormal mindset This is actually very common in nature. When we are preparing for a season of scarcity, we often go into a mindset of hustle and grabby and 
making decisions that are, I'm going to tell you about this, that are rooted in things that don't necessarily feed our business. They don't necessarily give life to our business. So I want to tell you a little bit of what a scarcity mindset is often rooted in. So first and foremost, it's typically rooted in fear. Fear of lacking what you need, fear of finding yourself in a tough spot, fear of not being able to pay your bills. And if you're like me, they compound on one another. One fear leads to another fear. Like once I start going down that path, it's hard to turn it around for me. And so scarcity mindset is often rooted in fears. Sometimes completely rational, normal, actual fears things that can happen, fears, and then often as well, irrational fears. (laughs) I one time had a friend who, you know, I was kind of going down this fear path, this fear rabbit hole. And he said, okay, so then what happens? You know, if that fear comes true, what happens? I told him, and then what happens? And then like, we went down this whole thing and he said, and then what happens? And I was like, well, then we just die. And he kind of stopped and looked at me and I had to realize how ridiculous of a rabbit hole I had gone down, right? Because obviously while the initial fear was true, all of the fears that followed it were not quite as true. (laughs) So, but that scarcity mindset is so often rooted in fear for us. Another thing that scarcity is often rooted in is a disbelief in your direction. So second guessing the path that you're on, the direction that you've been going. So if you've started your own business and suddenly you're facing adversity in your business because of the recession, because of your clients that are dealing with a change in their income, because of a change in your own income, all of this is easy for you to suddenly say, okay, well, should I have done this? Should I have quit my corporate role and dove headfirst into entrepreneurship? Should I have left that really cushy salary? All of these things can feed that scarcity, right? Scarcity is often rooted in a disbelief in your direction or your current path. Another thing that scarcity can often be rooted in is a lack of self-trust. And this really does kind of go hand in hand with that, you know, disbelief in your path. But when you start to doubt yourself, when you start to doubt, it can be paralyzing. It can be, we've talked about this before, that self-doubt, that lack of, of trust, it can immobilize you and make it so that your any move feels like too much. And that is often going hand in hand with scarcity because it's easier to just gather all my nuts, gather all my acorns and sit and not move than to run the risk of losing it all, right? And then another thing, and this is something that I know I've heard it in the voices of so many people that I've had conversations with, and even in my own voice at times, scarcity is often rooted in this sense of defeat. Like I've been working so hard. I've been doing all the things. I've been putting the right things into motion. I have been trying my hardest to grow something for myself, a legacy for myself, for my family, and yet here I am. Just a little story from myself to you. Last year, at the end of 2021, I was seeing really significant growth in my business, Socially Inspired, and I was really excited. I was in a place where I knew I needed to grow my team. I needed to start scaling. I needed to start putting a lot of things back into my business in order 
to get it to the level that I wanted. And I set some goals for myself that felt pretty lofty, felt pretty big. And truthfully, about a quarter into the year, I was really close to hitting those goals, guys. I was like, oh, maybe I maybe I gave myself too little of a goal. Maybe I should have gone for, you know, shot for the moon. And honestly, at that time, things were just clicking along smoothly. And then I shared a little bit about this, about, you know, this summer and into the fall as I started to meet some adversity. And it wasn't just adversity in the economy and with finances, but just in general in my business, I started realizing that structures and systems needed to be put into place. And I needed to start really focusing and and putting my eyes on every aspect of my business to make sure that the structure was there to support the growth, right? So now I'm in a place where it's almost the end of 2022. And I have the structures in place. I have the systems in place. I have seen incredible growth, but I've also seen the ebbs and flows of entrepreneurship. And I'm coming to the end of the year about in the same place that I was last year. Not really in the same place because of the effort that has been put in to develop the systems and the structures and to refine our processes. And not only that, I'm wiser. I've learned so much in this last year. So I have to look at the extreme value that has come from that. But guys, when I first kind of looked at just the numbers, that sense of defeat was real. And then it sent me into that scarcity mindset of wanting to make decisions based off of how to avoid that feeling of defeat as opposed to what is actually best for my business. So I'm going to tell you now, conversely, you know, we've just talked about what scarcity is rooted in. I want to talk a little bit about what an abundance mindset is rooted in. So very obviously, Abundance is rooted in the idea or in the belief that there are new opportunities out there, that there are endless opportunities. You may not have access to them yet. You may not know them yet. You may not have met them yet, but there are endless opportunities. I once heard it best said by Kristen Bosch. She's a podcaster I've mentioned on here before, and I absolutely love listening to her. And she talked about kind of this idea of like, competition with others and this this mindset around it of like, do you really think that with all of the billions of people in the world that there aren't enough clients for you? There aren't enough opportunities for you that someone else having an opportunity is somehow making it impossible for you to have an opportunity. And that is just not the truth. And so abundance mindset is set in, it's grounded and rooted in the idea that we have new opportunities available to us. We may have to go look for them. We may have to go and we have to change up how we're going about it. We might have to do a different type of networking, but they are there. The second thing that abundance is rooted in is this idea that someone else's success is actually only evidence that success is out there as opposed to this competitive nature or this idea that someone else's success took a piece of the pie from you. The pie is your pie. Your pie is your pie. Someone else's pie is their pie. They're not getting a piece of the pie and therefore they got a bigger piece and so it took some from you. That's a scarcity mindset. An abundance mindset is the belief that your pie is your pie. And if you want a bigger pie, then you have to build it. But someone else having a bigger pie should only be encouragement that in fact, 
a bigger pie is possible. Okay, I'm going to stop saying the word pie now. But seriously, someone else's success does not indicate to you that you have lost out on something. Instead, it should be encouragement and inspiration that it is possible, that it is out there. The third thing that an abundance mindset is really often rooted in is being intentional about focusing on the things that you can control. There are things that are outside of our control. I cannot control the fact right now that my electric bill has gone up exponentially. It's just where we're at in the economy and in the world. So I have to then look at it from a solution-focused mindset and say, but what is within my control? Well, what is within my control is that myself and my kids and my husband are going to be sure to turn off all of the lights and make sure that we are conserving energy how we should be all the time, but we're especially going to be diligent about it because that is within my control. And that shifts my focus away from, oh, this is happening to me and I just you know, feel overwhelmed by it and I'm defeated by it to a place of I feel empowered to make decisions based off of the information that I have. The fourth thing that abundance is so often rooted in is again the opposite of scarcity. It is rooted in self-trust. Guys, when we believe in our direction, when we believe in our ability, when we believe in what we are doing, first of all, we carry that abundance mindset into every conversation with us. And that is attractive. That's attractive because the world does not exist in an abundance mindset most of the time. And when someone witnesses that from you and you're like, this is where I'm going, this is what I'm doing, I've had to make some shifts and adjustments based off of the current climate, but this is where I'm still heading. That is attractive. It's attractive to your clients, it's attractive to your colleagues, it's attractive to your team. So I encourage you to really lean into that. But it also is... It's empowering to yourself. When you can look in the mirror and you're like, this is hard, but I trust myself. I trust my ability. I trust my capabilities in this particular area. Wow. That builds you up and makes it even easier for you to overcome the adversity that comes your way. So we've talked about what is a scarcity mindset rooted in and what is an abundance mindset rooted in. So I want to talk a little bit now about some of the ways that I am actively putting abundance into action in my own business. We are, we are in a season of scarcity and I'm sharing this like a week before Christmas. So I get it. Some of us are feeling the stretch right now. We're feeling the pain We're having to make decisions about things that we haven't had to make before. I totally understand that. But I also want you to walk away from this episode knowing that there are things you can put into action in your business and honestly in your life that will help you keep that abundance mindset even in a season of scarcity. The first thing that I am focusing on and I encourage you to do as well is focus on the value you bring. It may not right now lead to a sale because it may mean that there's someone out there who needs your help and your support, but they can't afford your services right now. But that doesn't mean we stop bringing the value. It doesn't mean we stop showing them the value that we have. And I am telling you that laying that groundwork 
leading with value, focusing on the value during this season of scarcity, first of all, is going to continue to feed that abundance mindset. But secondly, it's going to lay the groundwork for when things turn around. And folks, it does turn around. It has in the past. We have evidence of this and it will turn around. The second thing that I can tell you that I am working to do and I am going to encourage you to do is to focus on showing up. It is easy to be like the squirrel and want to hide in your hole with your acorns and just kind of shut out the world. But the reality is, is that this a season of scarcity is not a season of hibernation. And if you're treating it as that, then you are not in that abundance mindset. It is still a time for us to be working. It is still a time for us to be showing up. It is still a time for us to be putting effort into our business, even if, even if it doesn't result in the sale right now. The third thing that I would say is to focus on is to focus on excellence. This is something that I am really working with myself, my team. We are focusing on this because here's what I can tell you. My clients, they have their own finances that they're trying to manage, their own lives, their own businesses that they're trying to manage, and we understand that. And tomorrow, something could happen in their business or in their life that would cause them to need to come to us and say, we are no longer able to work with you, unfortunately. But what I can tell you is that they will not want to leave us because of a lack of excellence. We are... If anything, during a season of scarcity, we are going to have an abundance mindset where we up the ante on our level of excellence. We are going to go above and beyond for our clients because we know that this is a hard season. And the last thing we want them to do is be worrying about making sure that the things they've asked us to do are getting done. The third thing that you can do in a season of scarcity to keep that abundance mindset is to focus on personal growth. How am I growing as a human? How am I growing as a business owner? How am I evolving and continuing to equip myself, especially in this current season? But even beyond that, what am I doing to grow myself so that on the other side of this, I emerge stronger, more confident, and more capable than I even was before? Focus on personal growth. That is a way that you can keep your brain, keep your mind focused on the abundance that you do actually have in your life. And then finally, and I talked about this at the beginning, how I had to take a step back at the mid-year and really focus on those structures and systems. That is something that a season like this where maybe it's a little leaner, you're in a little bit of a leaner season with clients or with your sales, press into those systems and structures. Create the systems that you need to sustain the growth that you know you'll have on the other side. And notice how I said that, you know you'll have on the other side. Because when it comes time for people to return to some of these services, some of these things that they have to cut out during this season, you need to be prepared for the growth that will come and will probably come rapidly. So right now is a perfect time to have that abundance mindset and be thinking about how this is the perfect time for me to be building the systems, building the structures that I will need for when we are on the other side of this and I have a surplus of clients coming to me, a surplus of customers coming to me. So I share all of this. And again, I know that this is a little bit of a heavy topic because we're all in different places with this. We're all experiencing different 
varying levels of this season that we're in, this climate that we're in. But I want to encourage you that even in those dark moments, you do have a sense of control and can have a sense of control over where your mindset is. Are you going to lean into that scarcity mindset? Are you going to lean into the fear? Are you going to lean into the distrust of yourself? Or are you going to lean into that abundance mindset where you are believing in new opportunities? You are believing that success is available. You are believing and focusing on the things that you can control and you trust your direction and your ability. Friends, I hope that this episode finds you well. I would love to hear from you if you are sitting there and you're like, I just need to process some of my thoughts. Reach out to me. You can do that through my website. You can do that through my Instagram, whichever one would fit you best. But I would love to hear from you and honestly connect with you about where you're at in this season and how together we can support each other and inspire one another to make it through to the other side and be stronger and more equipped for what is to come. I will talk with you guys next week. Have an amazing holiday and we'll see you next time. You've just listened to another episode of the Inspired Biz Podcast. Thank you for tuning in. If you have found your business inspiration today, we want to know. Take a moment to leave a review and share this episode with someone you know looking for their own inspiration. We'd love to have you join our online community on Instagram and Facebook at Socially Inspired Management or check out sociallyinspiredmanagement.com to learn more about how we can support you to grow your biz. We'll see you next week.